Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Seattle to Unknown. I'm still Melinda. Hasn't changed. I was going to make a joke about the fact that you always say I'm still Melinda. I'm still Sarah, in case that's at all surprising. I'm, I don't have a common name, so I get called all sorts of names that's not mine. You're still in my Often. phone as Marimba. But that's wrong. It's Marinda. I know, but I like Marimba more. And if if we're in the business of just giving you wrong names, I get to choose and I say Marimba. Yeah, I don't have a choice in this. Everybody else makes up names for me. I literally have a name tag at work that I wear consistently. People look at it and then proceed to call me the wrong name. See, what I always get is, oh, when did you start working here? Two years before you, dum-dum. Like, I get that a lot depending on what hour I'm at the store. Oh, are you new? No, I've been here for 13 years. This exact same <laughs> store. I didn't transfer from a different one. It's literally literally have been this store for 13 years. Yeah, I just love it. Last night we had a team event at work and they were going around the circle making all of the new people give speeches and someone goes, oh, Sarah, it's your turn. I was like, excuse me? There are five people at this table who have been here longer than I have. Five. I will not. Be Isn't that when you're supposed to do like the, the Bilbo Baggins birthday speech? <laughs> talk about how you like some people better than others and i've been here too long i must go <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> bilbo knew what was up with that speech yeah honestly we should use them all as a model for our lives get a sword get some jewelry you like and then just peace out go a little crazy live a little too long have one nephew that you like more than the others and give him your gold. But it was literally he had one family member that he liked, and that was it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. No, that checks out. Yeah. One family member that he liked. That was it. That's all you need. Just someone cool enough to give your shit to. Exactly. Anyways, we got to get to in-flight cocktails while mine's still cold. Um, Is it your the heart? The other day I went- Huh? Is it your heart? My in-flight cocktail? You said while it's still cold. I assumed it must have been your heart. But I was talking about cocktails. It could be drinkable. That Anything can be a smoothie if you try hard enough. Please, no. <laughs> anyway. Just- Anyways, I've done some uh, show prep as of recent, and I went to Total Wine the other day and found a whole bunch of like single cans of things so that I don't have to commit to a whole four pack just in case. Okay, how many of those cans are you drinking tonight? Just one. Aww. Because it could be a really bad combination of things. Um, but- but when I thought I had my collection of things, I walked past something else and I'm like, nope, this gets added. Okay. So I have hard coconut water. <laughs> That's amazing. It's it's 4.2% too, which is actually pretty amazing for coconut water. So we give it a little shaky shake. Crack this open. Sarah, do you have anything this week? Uh, So I don't have an in-flight cocktail. Because um, after last last week's earth shattering belch, I decided maybe I needed to lay <laughs> off the carbonated beverages. Uh, apologies for people with misophonia. Uh, but so instead, don't choke on your coconut water. Oh, is it strong? No, it doesn't smell so great. Down in one. Down in one. It smells more like beer and I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Down in one? God, no. I and also, last night we had a team event for work and I think I had a liter of beer plus some soju shots. And so I'm taking it easy today and instead I found something else that's also a refreshing activity one can do on a plane and I picked myself up a sheet mask. Uh-oh. Just take the whole glob and just put it on your face. <laughs> 
Nope. She's she's struggling to open it right now, for the record. I am not struggling. It's um, just unfolding. Ah, so scary. Arr. Look at me. I'm Jason. Jason's the one with the mask, right? Or is that Michael Voorhees? Yes. I don't know. I don't watch those movies. Well, they both do. Is it actually? Is it his face or is it a mask? It's a hockey mask. I think it's a mask. That's Jason. Okay, that's the one I meant. Guys, I don't know how I feel about this hard coconut water. Explain. What are the notes? Uh, we naturally naturally ferment coconut water and pure cane sugar into alcohol, like grapes into wine. We blend in more coconut water for a refreshing taste. Shake it up and serve chill. It's like a light beer that's been watered down with coconut water. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing. You should have done a face mask. They're great. <sighs> I don't think it can drink that. Because <laughs> it's not quite like coconut water. I don't know how I feel about that. God, I hope the other things I picked out are way better tasting <laughs> than that. This one I feel like was more of a gamble than anything else. It sounds like it would be good, though. It does. Well, I think the problem is is that it should be coconut water with a mixer. I mean, it was something mixed in, not fermented coconut. Well, and cane sugar. I don't know. Too sweet? It's not good. No, it's just off. I don't know. It just, it tastes weird. I'm not a fan. Thank God it's only one can <laughs> and not like a whole pack. Ugh. Well, sounds like you're having fun. Yeah. Oodles of fun. Um, do you have a weekly update at all? Um, no. I don't think anything particularly interesting has happened recently. Nope, I'm done. Your turn. <laughs> um, it only took a whole week of getting constant emails from Orbits for it to stop. Sweet. About my original flight. A whole week. Yeah, well, I'm still I'm still going with the theory that someone at Orbits is in love with you and just really, really wants your attention. Melinda, call no. me back, please. Just send me an email with like, check yes or no if you like me. <laughs> It's way easier. Yes, no, undecided. No, no, I'm decided. It's a no. It's a no. Ugh, I've got sheet mask up my nose. That's not where that goes. That's supposed to go on top and not inside. It's like flapping down over my nostril. What are what are supposed to be the benefits of your sheet mask? Uh, let me grab the package. It says avocado honey mask. Regenerating. That's all it says. <laughs> Does it smell good at least? Yeah, it's it's honey, but not the super sickly sweet honey. And it is for normal and dry skin. Hmm. Speaking about honey, it's been a whole week taking um, wildflower honey and bee pollen for my allergies. And I don't want to claw my eyeballs out. I think there uh, there might be something good happening with this. My nearly expired Flonase is not doing me any benefits at the moment. I use it every morning and I think, I don't know why I bother. By Within 30 minutes, my eyes are going to be itching to the point I just want to claw them out of their sockets. Yeah, not having the itchy eyes lately has been amazing. They're not leaking. I think I found a... A new method, maybe. Hmm. I don't know where I would track that down here is the thing. I'm sure somebody sells it. I just don't know where. Yeah, and the problem is where you're at, you want something as local mm-hmm. as possible because getting honey from like the States when you're in Germany is not going to help you so hard. Yeah, exactly. You have to have the local pollen. Yeah, so that's why they tell you to pair it with the wildflower honey because that's the honey that's produced from the bees that are just like everywhere interacting with everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a little weird tasting with the bee pollen but is it crunchy it seems like it would be kind of crunchy yeah it it is it's but and it, it has a taste too and an odd texture and one of the things the lady at the shop was telling me is that um mixing it in with like applesauce that's been really helpful mm-hmm. or yogurt because i can put the honey in my yogurt too and yeah. kind of make it feel fancy yeah because it doesn't it doesn't like soften really like if you put it in your coffee it's just gonna absorb a bunch of liquid and sink to the bottom Ugh, that's 
sounds unpleasant. There should yeah, not be gravel like can, at the you, bottom of a drink. Yeah, maybe slightly softened gravel. <laughs> oh, that's really selling it. <laughs> but like, you could put it, you could put it in your smoothies and blend it up. You can put it on top of salads. Just, just like whatever you need to do to be able to get it in. So it's, it seems to be working. I like it. Cool. All right, some travel news. Did you want to go with your travel news or should I? Well, we can do both. There's no rules. It's our podcast. You didn't phrase it quite like the way I did when I told you that, in which I told you you could do whatever you want. Could you rephrase so I have evidence that I can do whatever I want? No, I specifically worded it like that. (laughs) I noticed. Yeah. The little... By our podcast, I mean it's my podcast because you gave me free reign. (laughs) That's debatable. So my news of the week is that it has been officially announced that they are revamping the machines at Heathrow Airport in London so that you will no longer be required to stick to a 311 bag, which is really exciting for anybody who's passed through Heathrow because it is a nightmare. As much crap as we give the US TSA agents for being grumpy, they don't hold a stick to to the people at Heathrow because they are awful. Like truly. Heathrow's not messing around with uh, safety. They're just so, so grumpy. And I know that's partially because they see more people through their lanes than nearly any other airport. But oh my god, the aggression is a little overwhelming. So if we get to a point where we don't have to take stuff out out of our bags anymore that would be the dream and apparently this all came about because people were upset about the waste because you have to use a disposable plastic bag in the UK. And so they're by default creating waste that's unnecessary. I can't take you seriously with a face mask on. <laughs> you don't have to look, you know. Close your eyes. The the bridge, the little bit that goes over the upper lip is sagging down and keeps falling in my mouth. So this will be coming off in like three minutes. Yeah, that's part of the problem. Uh, the only problem with having one airport in the entire world that's like, hey, you don't need to have a 311 bag. Everywhere else you go, if it's a multi-stop trip will require you to have that yeah and that's the thing is it's progress but it's it's the very slow progress we need to get every airport on the bandwagon unless it really takes off and everybody else jumps on that sooner rather than later but they're expensive yeah well they said in the article that to upgrade just heathrow and this is the only airport in the uk that they're doing this at so far one single airport would be 50 million pounds which is a lot of money i don't think every airport can afford that they're going to have to get this the price of the technology down before it's going to be accessible to everyone but uh here's hoping that we no longer have to have liquids in a specific plastic bag life would be so much easier doesn't mean you should go apeshit on how much liquid you're bringing because i think you still have to follow by the the ounce rule but it doesn't have to be contained in this little baggie well it was not super clear like the article i couldn't tell if they said there'd no longer be a ban on liquids well they said there would no longer be a ban on liquids full stop but then they said something about but if you accidentally bring a bottle that's 200 milliliters it's like every paragraph alternated and i couldn't tell what the actual end game was they're not sure either they said well part of the problem is that it creates so much plastic waste because you have to decant your 
liquids into smaller bottles and you won't have to do that anymore. And then in the next paragraph, oh, but no going over 200 milliliters. Well, if it, we're still going to have to decant then. Like not every product you use automatically comes in a bottle under 200 milliliters. So it, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I, I'm not certain that what was announced means what we think it means or hope it means. Probably not, but we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Um, Also in some fun travel news, uh, there was a man from Alberta, Canada, who's vacationing with his family in Calgary. And they stopped in a little town and it had a museum tour that they went on. And apparently they had a safe that hadn't been opened for 40 years. Like locksmiths, the experts, nobody could get it open. It took the guy 30 seconds to open the safe. <laughs> yeah. So um, since the early... <sighs> 1990s it's been a 2000 pound black metal safe box like you know the traditional looking safes mm. um it's been in the basement of this museum and it belonged to the brunswick hotel and like nobody could figure out like they call the manufacturers they've got experts you know and to try and open it to see what was in it nope so this guy thought it would be fun since he had his kids there to give it a go and he <laughs> he saw that the dial went from zero to 60 so he just picked 20 40 60 you know it worked it opened <laughs> like trying to crack the safe like you know you see in the movies and whatnot and it worked with his random numbers that he decided to pick and he's apparently he decided he was gonna buy a lotto ticket last night because what are the <laughs> odd nobody else could figure this out you try random numbers you pulled out of the air and it works but you want to know what the best part is oh what's the best part instead of glory and riches being inside of it oh no was it empty oh no oh no there was a few scraps of papers and quote a pile of dust (laughs) the papers um yeah the papers dated back from 1977 or 78 and included part of a waitress pad that had an order for a mushroom burger and a (laughs) payslip for a hotel employee who received a total payout of nine dollars and some cents oh everyone's rich now (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, they're kind of disappointed that there was no glory and riches inside, but they were still just absolutely shocked that this tourist was able to get it open. So now they're going to do everything they can to keep the safe open. So it's not like another 40 years. Now the entire world knows the combination. Right, right. But yeah, but it's kind of disappointing that there was... It might be the world's least effective safe now that it's publicly known exactly what the combo is. Doesn't matter. There wasn't anything good in it. Well, now they can't put anything good in it. No. Not without getting it changed, but good luck with that if, like, the manufacturer is like, yeah, we don't know how to help you. (laughs) You know, when I was really little, my dad bought a safe for his office, and he put all of our birth certificates, social security cards, all of that stuff in it, locked it up, spun the dial, and immediately lost the combination. Yes! And about, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, he was moving the safe and flipped it over and realized that the combination was taped to the bottom. And in the interim, like 20 some years, we had to order new copies of all of those documents because we could not get into the safe. But it was fantastic to the bottom. Oh my gosh. Still, when I was a kid, I used to sit there and like just spin the dial endlessly trying to get into it because I thought, oh, I'm going to crack this someday. I was also convinced that my missing Cabbage Patch doll was probably in there because where else would it be? Obviously, if you search the whole house over, it has to be in the one place that you can't open. Uh, Spoiler alert, it was not in there. It was still just birth certificates. (laughs) It was just paper and a pile of dust. Uh, Yeah, not everything can be exciting. 
sometimes there's just important shit and you're safe and no money. Yeah. No glory and riches. Bummer. Yeah. I thought that was pretty amusing, though. Yeah. I good mean, job, Canada. That's a pretty good story to come back from vacation with. Yeah. Be like, guess what I did? I opened some 40-year-old safe that nobody else could figure out. Now they're going to call you in for every, like, safe-cracking thing that they need. <laughs> He's just going to have to fake it. Wait, this tile goes up to 90? Uh, what numbers <laughs> do I pick? It's like the suitcase where I had to crack the combination because they didn't send it, but slightly more difficult. Slightly. Yeah, no glories and riches in that suitcase either, was there? No, there was a silica packet. Yay? I something. It wasn't empty. I mean, it'd be cooler if you got something better out of it, but wait, wait. that's okay. I just had an idea. Hear me out. What if there was something more in the safe, but he couldn't see it because it was the invisibility cloak from Harry Potter? And they could have been rich, but they didn't see it, so now they're out of luck. I don't think anybody went to Hogwarts from North America. Fine. Ruin my fun. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Whatever. What if it was a whole bunch of hard coconut water and they all realized how disgusting it was? <laughs> we win something. Oh, wait. No, this is awful. Ugh, spread it out. Gross. <laughs> Just gonna push this away from me. Mm, All right, what are we? Yeah, no. What are we talking about this week? We are talking about travel prep, as in what do you need to do before going on a vacation? Yeah, that's it. That's pretty self-explanatory. Hard-hitting questions of like, what do I need to double check before I just hop on a plane? What would be bad if I forgot to do these things? Here's the thing. You should probably check to see if your passport is expired, expiring soon, and if you have blank pages. Yes. Because some countries will not let you enter if your passport isn't valid for at least six months. Some won't do it if you don't have a certain number of full pages. And if it's expired, you're not going anywhere. So good luck with that. And if it expires mid-trip, I'm going to assume that's going to cause trouble too. Oh yeah, it has to be at least for the length of your trip. Oh, and similarly, uh, another thing is check what stamps you have. Because some countries will not let you in if you have stamps from countries they don't like. For instance, lots of countries won't let you in if you have a stamp from Israel. So you will need to get a second passport. Yikes. Mm-hmm. A little harsh. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, um, that's probably like, if you don't remember anything that we talked about this episode, let that be the one thing that you retain. But also remember most of the things from this episode. They're pretty important. Yeah, but I think that's... That's a Maybe biggie. Maybe number one. Yeah. I mean, another biggie is research if you need a visa. You can't assume because that's not how that works. So no. if you land and you needed a visa, you will just be sent back at your own cost. Yeah. You get to just stay in the airport and pay way too much money for a flight out. Probably the next available flight you can get out. Yeah. And it's going to suck because those flights aren't going to be cheap. No. And then all your accommodations... If you didn't get travel insurance, you could be out of. But I don't know if you'd be covered on that one if it's your fault like that. Yeah, I think if you're at fault, you're just SOL. I mean, it's one thing like, hey, I accidentally fell and now I shattered my leg versus I didn't bother looking to see if I needed a visa to be able to enter. Yeah, and it's way more common than you would think. I, I don't know how many times I've heard stories of people who are absolutely irate that they got off the plane in China and had to get back on a plane because they didn't know they needed a visa. Like, well, China requires visas for most people. Same with Russia. They will not let you in. How do I do visa checks? I asked Sarah. 
multiple times. There's the right way and there's the Melinda way, which is, do we need a visa? Are you sure we don't need a visa? I just want to make sure I can get in. Next time you ask me that, I'm just going to send you a link to let me Google that for you. If you did Google it, you would come across a website called Travisa.com. That's T-R-A-V-I-S-A.com. You put in the country you're going to, your citizenship, and the purpose of your travel, and it pops out a list. Yes, you need it if you're doing this. No, you don't need it. And you just go through the countries that you're visiting and check them all off one by one. I think you just want to spell things every episode. Okay. Would you have assumed the right way to spell Travisa? Nope. Thank you. But I still think it's funny. Uh, Okay. I'm happy for you. Find humor in life. I feel like we got a little bit educational, like Sesame Street. Like, we're teaching you how to count or spell things. Three travel visas. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, no, wait. ah. Missed opportunity. Two blank pages. Ah. Uh, I love the count. Anyways, after researching if you need a visa or not, thanks to this handy dandy website, you should probably also look into, do you need any vaccinations? Yes, get your vaccinations. I mean, you know, not having malaria sounds pretty awesome. And inversely, having malaria sounds awful. So maybe avoid it if you can. But research, there's a lot of travel websites that'll tell you what you need and probably how you can go about to get them. Yeah, and my understanding that it's relatively easy here yeah and if you live in a country with socialized medicine if you can i can't say this is true for all countries but if you are in one of those potentially you could produce a list of the places you're going and they will give you the vaccinations you need for free so i know that's the case in germany so i don't have any excuse for not getting my vaccinations which is fantastic yeah so it's pretty damn cool Mm -hmm. and handy so then you don't get malaria yeah that's a good way to ruin a vacation yeah and you should probably find out if there is fees for wherever you're going whether it be a landing fee which i guess is probably a different way of saying tourist tax uh landing fees maybe i don't know i tend to be specifically for cruises uh or tourist tax i know um if you do a hotel and you're not from there there's usually a tourist tax on that Uh, two prime examples of that are for venice which we've talked about a bunch and new york new york has a resort fee if you stay in their hotels and it's not insignificant i was helping a friend book a trip the other day and i think hers was 26 dollars a day i think vegas has resort fees it adds up really quickly so make sure you're aware of that so you're not caught off guard because you're not going to win that argument when you check in and you're like i didn't know about this i won't pay it well nobody told me tough shit you have to yeah period end of story and the hotels down the street are going to tell you the same thing do you want a place to stay or do you not these are your options I'm going to be in a tent then. On the sidewalk? And where are you getting the tent? I read a post today on Reddit about how a person wanted to avoid unnecessary costs. And so they were going to be traveling with a tent and they wanted to know if there was a place in New York where they could stay legally in a tent. Not in the city. I mean, I'm sure there's Define legally. There's plenty of people who do it, but you probably don't want to set up camp in a homeless camp. Define legally. <laughs> um, as prescribed by the law. You gotta get technical <laughs> like that. I mean, you asked me to twice. <laughs> 
Also, speaking about legal, figure out local laws and customs. And specifically how they pertain to Again, you. these are, you don't want to be caught off guard on these. So some countries you should probably figure out, am I going to be okay to walk around independently as a female? Or is that a culture custom that's a no-no? And if you are LGBTQ+, and present as such, there are places where that might be dangerous for you. So unfortunately, we live in a world where that's a good thing for you to research before you hit the road. Yeah, just to make sure for safety reasons, you know. You want to have an enjoyable trip, so taking precautions are probably in your best interest. It's only temporary. Yeah, It'll probably be worth it if this is somewhere that you really wanted to go to for a long time and you're finally getting that opportunity. So just make sure that you're looking up different things to make sure that you will be safe in your travels and it'll be enjoyable for you. Or decide, is it worth it to you knowing that you're putting money into a government that does not support your lifestyle? And by lifestyle, I mean you as an entity. Like, it's not a choice, obviously. You get to choose where your money goes and if you don't want to support a government or a regime that doesn't support you back, that's the importance of doing the research. Know that beforehand so that you're not going to do something you're not going to feel good about later. But on the other hand, you might want to research customs things like, do you tip? Or is that a great insult to their ancestors? Um, Is speaking on trains a no-no? Are you not supposed to eat out in public places while you're walking around? Things like that. For instance, social faux pas things. If you come to Seattle, leave your umbrella at home for the love of god they're also very obnoxious when people have them and it's kind of a crowded situation because they're not spatially aware and that's how you lose an eyeball because the umbrellas are not spatially aware the people with the umbrellas (laughs) are not spatially aware of how much space their umbrellas take and getting bopped in the face repeatedly by an umbrella is not fun for those of you unaware it is a big big social faux pas in seattle to carry an umbrella when it rains the seattle way is to wear a raincoat you pull your hood up and you're fine. You know what never poked someone's eye out? A raincoat. You know what has poked eyes out? People with golf umbrellas. 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 They're stupid. Yes, we do not like them. We hate it, precious. So next on the list, make care arrangements. So maybe you have dependents, you have children, pets, a lazy spouse who doesn't know how to cook for themselves. Or maybe you have elderly parents who need caring for. Or you have a house that you need someone to check in on. You know what? Maybe you just have plants that need to be watered. Whatever the case may be. Make arrangements <laughs> before that. Your plant babies. My plant babies are all dead. Um, but if you have any of those things and you need someone to check in on them, make sure you make that arrangement a few, if not several weeks out in advance. I have made the mistake of waiting until the last second, like two days before a trip and going, oh, right, I have a cat. And it is not easy to find someone to feed a cat. Wow. Which is kind of nuts because all you need is someone to pop on over to visit the cat every other day, maybe, depending on how needy your cat is. And if you have a really, maybe every day. If you day. have a grumpy, grumpy old cat like mine, like every fourth day tops because she does not want to see you. Yeah. Cats are one of the easier ones because they're rather self-sufficient. Like you just need to put down enough food, litter, and water that they'll be okay until your next visit. Yeah. The last time I had someone watch Birdie before I went on vacation or when I went on vacation, um, I got a note back from the person saying, hey, um, you said it was cool if I brought my son over when we fed the cat, but um, I don't think she's good with children or um, people. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 
She's a very particularly particular old grumpy cat. Yeah, yeah. She likes me. She likes you. She likes my dad. That might be it. She does not like people. She does not like other animals. She doesn't like the wind or her own reflection. But she loves me half to death. She's just an old lady cat. She's allowed to be grumpy in particular. She's rounding the corner on 17, I think. We don't really know exactly. But after a certain point, like, you can't really be mad at her. She's put up with a lot. Yeah, she's she's been around. She's moved quite a bit, so. Poor kitty. She's allowed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just early on, make sure you make arrangements for any sort of dependence. Oh. Or the house. And if you make arrangements several weeks out, follow up a few weeks out to make sure that they're still on board. Hey, buddy, don't forget. Last year, I had a coworker who said he would watch Moose. And then I checked in up with him a couple weeks later, a couple weeks before the trip. And he goes, so I just need to like come around once a day. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. Dog sitting means you take the dog. Oh, I have roommates. I can't do that. That was a fun scramble at the last minute to find somebody to watch him after that. So make expectations clear. Especially if you have a dog. They're needier than cats. Yes, they are. Especially this one. Yeah, I am talking to you. We are making eye contact. This is about you, punk. Also, something we said a million times. Get your travel insurance. And get it immediately. Do not hesitate. Get your insurance. This feels like a non-negotiable step because if anything happens to you, your flights, your hotel, your any, your luggage, like anything that could go wrong, this is how you get bailed out and you're not completely screwed. Yeah. And it's really easily easy to have something go wrong on a trip. Even the best, the most perfect plan can go awry. Shit happens. So um, cover yourself. Don't don't risk it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Next on our list is sort out your phone or internet situation. Again, not knowing that you'd be charged fees is not an excuse to not pay it. Yeah, they don't they don't really care about that so much. They charge you what they want. And some phone companies have better international plans than other, but a lot of them suck. Yep. A lot of people will say the best phone plan to have if you're going to travel internationally is T-Mobile. Do not buy into that hype. It is good for a while. If you're doing anything over a month of travel, do not trust them. They will cut you off without much warning. I admittedly did use T-Mobile abroad for two years, but I went home for Christmas and went back to Germany afterwards and they sent me a notice within four weeks that they were going to cut me off. Is that you've been roaming excessively, either return back to the United States or we're cutting you off and we're going to bill you for um, international roaming. So like back, back charge you? They didn't say they'd back charge me, but like it was probably going to be for the duration from Christmas on. And so I had to scramble to get a new service. I had to put all, like get all that stuff in line, which sucks. It is not easy. Um, yeah, T-Mobile, not not the best customer service in the world and they will not hesitate to screw no. you over. And that's not exclusive to just international. I had them as a phone plan option here in the States and their customer service is just god awful. Like they literally don't care if you're having problems with services or the phones or anything. They were just awful to deal with. And to top it all off. So I refuse to get T-Mobile. They have to do this really fakey over the top like saccharine sweet shtick. Like, oh, how are you today? Hey, buddy, can I help you out? I'm like, don't call me buddy, buddy. Like, this isn't, we don't need this shtick. You're going to help me like a normal human and not like a Stepford wife. Isn't that when you have to one-up them and just call them sweetie repeatedly in a very condescending tone? I think you need to go a little bit further and just go straight to baby. Ooh. And if that doesn't work, really turn it up to 11 and call them daddy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just go- that 
just got a little oh wait or is that like a mfm i'm the daddy in the situation oh, no. sort no, of no. thing i mean internet meme style because that will creep them out and want them like they will want to get uh, you off of their ticket list real quick that just creeped me out no that's a little too far like that's that's pulling out the big guns you know what desperate times desperate measures uh, uh, yeah no t-mobile is not all that it's cracked up to be i've just i've had bad experiences not cool you guys not cool get google fi but do your research yeah that might be my next step actually but we'll see when we get there um do your research not knowing about fees is not a reason why you can't pay them um getting cut off warnings because they've just decided you've been excessive i think they can do that there's probably some really good fine print that their lawyers put into those contracts that you missed oh so there's two options here that i would like to float look into your plans existing okay three options look into your carriers whoa 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 fine i'm not gonna tell you you lied to me you said it was two and now you're telling me it's three options you know what daddy god please no (laughs) i'm breaking out the big guns uh so three options that escalated quickly and i do not like it (laughs) you know what i've learned over the last few years that when i want something from you i've got to pull out the big guns no no anyway three options your carrier's existing international plan look into how much it costs price it out see if it's worthwhile two get a travel wi-fi you can rent them or you can buy them they provide you service the one we had if you can find one that doesn't drop off of the face of the planet after your first adventure let us know ours kind of sucks that's kind of a bummer but that's another story third option get a local sim you don't have to have something pre-arranged because everywhere has sims that you can just buy at the airport or at like gas stations grocery stores and that is a good option that's less expensive my current plan in germany is five euros a month i get four gigs of data and unlimited calls and text and that's that would cover us if we needed it so yeah there are options look into which one suits you best but just remember just because you got a local sim doesn't mean that you don't need your sim from home yes. don't get rid of that you need that when you keep go home safe. keep it secret keep it safe and back to the Lord of the Rings. Is that our third yeah, reference to um, Lord of the Rings? Sub theme. Is what this was our that? third reference to Lord of the Rings? This is um the subtitle of this is Lord of the Rings references all day, every day. Also, you need to either break in your shoes or make sure you have shoes that are already going to be comfortable for extended periods of walking. Agreed. Don't buy new shoes and think, oh, I'll wear them when I get there, because you might cry and cry. Yeah, and it and blister and cry. If you take that option, come prepared with blister band-aids but you know they say that a good pair of shoes is one that doesn't need breaking in i have never had one of those except for birkenstocks well you might be doing i was gonna say birkenstocks don't need breaking in they're just magic right out the box the next item on our list is call your insurance company and your pharmacy if there are prescriptions that you will need to fill either early or that are coming due while you are on vacation which i feel like this is something that people don't necessarily think about or not everybody thinks about it's one of those oh yeah yeah if it's going to run out while you're gone they will fill a provisional prescription for you that's entirely possible and they just keep it on file and when you get back they give you whatever the balance is for that normal refill depending on what it is some some it's like a vacation request where they'll do an early refill for you so that you're covered um depending on where you are like if you are in the united states and you're just going to like texas or oklahoma you can get it filled at a 
pharmacy there. Like, they'll let, they'll allow that. So that's kind of convenient for states. But if you're outside of the country, that makes it way more difficult. But they should be able to do a vacation request refill. But um, it's calling an insurance company. And sometimes the pharmacy has to call the insurance company for your behalf to get them to allow the refill. And it takes a while. Yes. Because I've had my poor pharmacy do this. And they've spent so much time on hold. And it sounds like once they actually get somewhere, it's easy peasy. But there's a lot of waiting around. So make sure you plan ahead and say thank you to your pharmacy. Thank you, pharmacists. Yeah. Thanks for staying on hold for me for something like easy and super simple. Because mostly it's the pharmacy that has to do the legwork. I always call my insurance just so there's kind of like a heads up thing. So I get like, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? But yeah, make sure you have your prescription medications with you and enough to get you through your vacation. Yeah, agreed. Also making sure that you have documents that you may need, copies of maybe reservations and whatnot, that you have them all put together, stored together in a safe, safe place that'll go with you. Maybe copies for at home. And in the cloud. Yeah. Give yourself a paper trail. Yeah, there are definitely some countries that upon landing, they will want evidence that you have a place to stay and that you have a ticket out. So having those handy is really, really important. It's it's easy when you travel to countries like countries within the Schengen zone to get really lax about it because they don't ask. And well, they don't ask Americans. I assume there are probably nationalities that they do ask more so than others. But sorry, guys. But for instance, when we were in China, they checked every single document in our itinerary. They went through every single page we provided. And thank God we had it because she was confused and didn't think we had everything. And she was looking like she was going to reject us. Well, you don't have this. I'm like, no, 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 no. This binder has dividers. They're all clearly labeled. It's right here. I flip right to the page and she goes, oh, oh, okay, 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 you're good. Oh, thank God. Please don't reject us. We did everything right. Yeah. So it's it's good to have a paper trail. Have your papers with you because you probably already have everything online in your emails, but have the hard copies. Have someone at home that has backup copies just in case just in case you yeah, never know get all your ducks in a row because if the shit hits a fan you need to have evidence that you did everything right and now we have the more simpler maybe a little more obvious ones but um check what the weather is gonna be like no? i agree don't because uh just because you're going to iceland doesn't mean it's gonna be you know snowing and you're gonna need like the negative 30 degree parka you know it could be a little bit warmer yeah and you don't want to pack be the person who packs for average weather but it's sweltering hot because that's more miserable than packing for cold that doesn't happen. And then that's how you end up potentially spending more money than you intended to just to try and adapt or that's how you run out of suitcase Mm -hmm. space. Check out the weather, get a good idea of what it should be like the time of year that you're traveling to so you can pack accordingly. And speaking about packing, try and pack early just so you know like, oh, I don't have any toothpaste. I have time to run and grab it instead of trying to make a stop on your way to the airport. Don't stress yourself out that much give yourself time frantic last minute packing is a surefire way to forget stuff even with a list you can be like yeah no i grabbed that it's cool i totally packed underwear no no right yes but did you put that pack into your pack why would i do that I like to carry my underwear in my arms. Look, everyone, it's my baby. Underwear. I don't know this person. (laughs) I'm not traveling with her. Um, Can you make them move away from me? They're making me uncomfortable. Fine, you move away and I've got the itinerary in my hand. You have no evidence you have an ongoing ticket. So there, you're stuck with me. I'm stuck with the underwear baby lady. (laughs) Yikes. Please, sir, my baby. She's so hungry. And then they lean over. (laughs) Ma'am. 
ma'am, that's underwear that we're assuming is yours. You know what? Please stop asking people to feed your underwear. You know what they say when you make an assumption? When you assume... It makes an ass out of you and me. Never assume they're my underwear. Good lord, (laughs) whose underwear are you holding? Whose underwear am I not holding? Yeah, that's probably the better question. I have a pair of yours here. Ladies and gentlemen, what? The one that they sent me the wrong size. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I think I've only left a sock there, but we have the same llama sock, so who knows? (laughs) Or did we decide that that was actually your sock and you just got confused? I think it's my sock. Yeah. What's up? I try and stay organized. To clarify, I ordered a pair of underwear and the company sent me the wrong size and told me I could keep it. And coincidentally, it was Melinda's size so i'm keeping it for her until i see her next i'm not throwing them away but it still sounds weird i know i know but it still sounds a little weird like fancy schmancy quick dry travel underpants i'm not putting those to waste god i hope they swish when i walk They're underpants. Like the swishy pants from the Not 90s. diapers. Swish, 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 swish. If it makes that noise when you walk, I have questions. I'm going to make the sound effects. This is going to be great <laughs> in an airport. Swish, 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 swish. Yeah, no, no, that's not how that works. They aren't windbreakers. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Bring the 90s back. I'm going to have a fanny. Oh my gosh. Speaking about fanny packs. I got so confused yesterday because I saw a girl that was wearing fanny pack, but also had a wristlet like pushed up onto her arm. How dare she? I don't get why she needed both. Like, why do you need both? Shouldn't it be one or the other? Shouldn't fanny pack be the ultimate choice? I don't know what to tell you. You should have accosted her. Be like, wait, wait, wait. I have so many questions. But like the whole point of having a fanny pack is that you're not carrying a whole lot and that your hands are free. The whole point of a wristlet is that your hands are relatively free and you're not carrying a whole lot. So if you have both, shouldn't you have just gone for the purse? Don't try to bring logic into this situation. I was just very confused on why both. Maybe she forgot she had the fanny pack on and just grabbed her wristlet? Oh, speaking of confusing fanny packs though, I saw one recently that was made to look like a beer belly, like a hairy dude's belly. Oh my gosh! Yes! This is so upsetting to me. I No, it should not have hair. It's so funny. But this chick was wearing it not over her shirt, but against her stomach. And she had her shirt like kind of like French tucked into it. So it looked like her beer belly was sticking out of her shirt. Yeah, but could you imagine like no one's going to fuck with you if you had that going on? All she needed was like a wife beater and a trucker hat. And that would be. a. But it has to be a Von Dutch (laughs) trucker hat. That looks like it's left over from 2002. Hells yeah. No one would mess with you. Honestly, no. You would not go near a person who... No, you just wouldn't. Yeah, I think she might. That, there we go. I think we found our fanny that packs. That might be the ultimate self-defense. Just make sure that you pick at the belly button every now and again while oh. you're having a casual conversation with somebody. Oh. These have been your handy dandy travel prep tips that we've come up with for you. With a bonus at the end. We thought there'd be 13, but really there's a secret 14th, which is have a beer belly fanny pack. And no one will fuck with you. Yikes. You just look so disgusted right now still thinking I've about seen it. it. I love and this. It was, this is fantastic. It is seared into my brain forever. I want to see one in the wild. Well, the funny thing is, is that this was a couple days after. Now that we've talked about fanny packs so much, I now get Google alerts. Not Google alerts, but it shows up in my Google yep. feed. And I keep getting ones for like, Target now selling super cute fanny packs. Bonus, they're actually a cooler that you can keep your beer in. Like, oh, I'm already not. Is that like the coat where you can put like a 12 pack of beer in it? I think it's just for one. Have you seen those Uh coats? Oh man, like it's a winter coat where you can have like a whole case of beer (laughs) in it. And I think it keeps it cold too. I'm already not super sold on fanny packs. 
I want to be, but I'm not. But as soon as you say it's a beer cooler, I am fully not on board. I am. Maybe that's why she had a fanny pack and a wristlet is because the fanny pack was actually her beer holder. That makes so much sense why you need both. Okay. If the beer belly one is actually a beer cooler, that person's just exponentially scarier to me. Because in my (laughs) mind, she's still wearing the Von Dutch hat. It's the Von Dutch hat that really sells it. (laughs) Head towards wrapping this all up. Yeah. I'm sleepy. Plus the dog needs to probably go outside at some point today. I've got a banana bread that I need to make. Ew. Why do you hate everything good? Bananas. I don't like bananas. But they go on pizza. (laughs) Only in Germany. Just all the pizzas had bananas (laughs) on it and I don't know why. Can we tell that story? Shoot. I don't know. Here's what. Here's the thing. If we have not told the banana story... We will in the next episode. We'll put a a poll up on Instagram. Okay. Please look and vote. Tell us what we've done and what we (laughs) haven't. Man, we're not even that far into doing this and we can't even remember what stories we've I don't think we did the banana story. I think we cut it from an episode we recorded but didn't use. Like three times. We might have. So next week, banana story. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you about that one. But um, tip of the week. Tip of the week. My tip is something I've already said in this episode, but I don't care because it bears repeating. Get your vaccinations. Just get it. And when I say get your vaccinations, I mean both the travel-related ones and the normal boosters. There was a story in the news recently about an anti-vax kid, well, a kid of anti-vax parents who went to Costa Rica and reintroduced, it was either measles or mumps, but Costa Rica did not have whichever of those and hadn't had it for quite a while. And this kid came and reintroduced it to the country. And now they're all in greater danger because someone doesn't believe in science. Get your vaccinations, please. Please do not introduce diseases to countries that don't have them. We've had, it's been measles, like major measles outbreaks in Washington yeah. state. And then one of the more recent cases was somebody that was at SeaTac airport e. at, amongst other places, but like they were at the airport for a long period of time. They're like, "Hey, you might have been exposed to this." So, you yeah, know. Yeah, I think a lot of people think of vaccinations, travel vaccinations as something you do to protect yourself against the diseases of your destination, but we should just equally think of it the other way around that you are protecting the locals from yourself. So, do that and be a good visitor. Again, responsible tourism. Yes, it is very important. Because I'm going to be really pissed if I get like the measles when I came home and I was in the airport <laughs> or something. You know mm. what I mean? So that's a good one. Um, Mine is make sure you do what you can to help hydrate your skin before you sit on a really, really, really long international flight. So that means make sure you're using a good deep moisturizer for your face, your bodies, your lips. Your body. So everything doesn't feel like you've... Your bodies. How many bodies you do you have? You have a spare have? in your closet? <laughs> I just like the idea you're slathering up your bodies before going on vacation yeah the spares no so then you don't feel like a raisin by the time you've landed (laughs) just you know you don't have to go too crazy but like a few days ahead of time especially morning of flight i try and make sure i'm using deep moisturizers yep and chapsticks like i did in this episode you may opt to bring a sheet mask or one of those clear gel masks with you on the plane to do on the plane it is happening more and more often i've now seen it in the wild twice I 
think. And there's always people on travel forums talking about doing it. Because it makes sense. Honestly, you might look a little weird, but if it's comfortable, it's helping you relax on that forever long flight, do it. Yeah. Treat yourself. You have the space in your liquids bag for moisturizer and particularly those clear ones that don't make you look too terribly crazy. Slather that on on the plane a couple times if it's long enough to warrant it. Depending on how long, yeah. Just like doing the extra straps to get some more moisture into your skin before you go, it makes a difference. Yeah. You don't feel so uh, mummified by the end of it. But mummies are cool. I want to be a mummy. Maybe one day but not today oh man that's going in the will i would like to be mummified thank you very much but no fancy dancy modern mummification i want that ancient egyptian treatment no brain through the nose yep get that the hot sharp poker shoved up there scramble it out pull it out i want my would you like your organs in jars yeah i want my heart in a jar shaped like a cat please hell yeah honestly i don't see any downsides to that aside from expense but i'm dead so it doesn't matter i don't have to pay for it Wow. <laughs> Your poor family. Can you legally get that done? I don't know. Are there people out there that still perform these? I feel like Caitlin Doty would do it if you asked real nice. <laughs> You don't know me, but... <laughs> she has a funeral home. Yeah, but she did cremation services at an early age, didn't she? Yeah, af- out of mortuary school, she worked in a crematorium. Yeah. You know what? Where there's Slightly a- different than being mummified. Where there's a will, there's a way, and I have complete faith in her. Ah, I see what she did there. Where there's a will, there's a way. Ha, ha, ha. Double meanings. Yeah, nah, ha. Okay. <laughs> we should stop. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, don't forget it's an adventure. Travel prep is important. Yeah, I mean, there's no adventure without the prep, so do the prep. Yeah, because I didn't know is not an excuse. No. That has literally never worked. It does not work. Try as you might. No. But join us next week so more travel topic and delightfulness. Those were words. Those were words. Travel topics and delightfulness. We're fucking delightful. Or at least I am. Okay, daddy. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. Don't forget to tell your friends about us and subscribe so you never miss a thing. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest under C2Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can check us out on our website, www.c2unknown.com. Want to know what we do on our off time? You can find both Sarah and I on Twitter and Instagram. Sarah is at S-A-R underscore S, and I'm at HooliganMonster on both. We would also love to hear from you. Send us an email with your stories and travel tips to C2Unknown at gmail.com. Until then, it's an adventure. Bye!